Good morning, everyone. Welcome. Thank you for listening. This is Tales from the Lockbox, and I'm your host, Josh Benoliel, VP of Sales here at Property.ca, home of Condos.ca, MrLock.ca. And today we are joined with a friend of mine, Mr. Aaron Parker from Parker's Moving. How's it going, sir? Great, thanks. Uh, these lights are so bright, but the lighting is incredible in here. Nice to, to sit with sure you. You're glowing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can't have you looking bad on the. Internet. I didn't know this was videoed to okay. everyone. I would have been wearing jeans, so no, the dress code good. would have been smarter. Those are nice pants. Thank you. I would have worn those pants. Lululemon for anyone who's curious. They look really good, and you got to be comfortable. Um, well, thank you for joining us, and, and let's get into it a little bit. You know, uh, we we talked about it a little bit with our agents here in, in Proper I'd say they know who you are. For anyone mm -hmm. listening, you know. What is Parker's moving and, 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 you know, obviously it's a moving company, but what is Parker's moving and what, what's making you guys stand out from the rest right now? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to, of course, we're a residential moving company. That's relatively black and white. But our vision and, and my vision as an entrepreneur is this is the, the third company I've helped start. Um, I'm the owner. I'm the exclusive owner of it. My mission is how can I create incredibly secure jobs for people who deserve them, treat them like family and then have my staff treat our clients like family. So this is simply a vessel for me to execute on my vision, which is, you know, our, our goal is to create 100 jobs wow. by, by, 20, by 2030. I like that. Yeah, it's so, not about money, it's about jobs. Yeah, and then the nice thing- will happen accordingly. Absolutely, so you create the jobs, you treat people well, you create the awareness, the people you've created the jobs with, service those with the awareness, and then hopefully, you know, money follows. But. Um, but yeah, so the biggest differentiator I would say about us is everyone on our team is full-time, which is incredibly rare for a moving company because the business is seasonal. Yeah. So most businesses will scale up in the summer, scale down in the winter. The reason why we don't scale down in the winter is these are people's lives who have yeah. to afford car payments, afford groceries. So as a result, we take employment very seriously. We as a company, um, we sacrifice our revenue at the expense of our employees and keeping everyone happy. How that translates is when the guys are on the job, they're friggin' fantastic. Right. And everyone have an ownership of your business, like that. Yeah. Big love. Yeah. And then because we treat them so well, they're always on time. They're respectful. If you read any of our reviews, the the thing that touches my heart the most is they're very emotionally based. Mm -hmm. You know, like we hire we hire for kindness and we train for talent. And that really is the biggest differentiator. It's not how we wrap a sofa. Mm -hmm. It's not how we load a sofa. I'm shocked by how many times our clients don't even bring up the fact that we protected things properly. Like right. that is the core competency of the business. Yeah. And yet they talk about how polite the guys were, how they helped the client's grandmother down a set of stairs. You know, if we can instill that level of kindness, um, and when you own a business like you guys do, you can put people ahead of profits. Right. And yeah, that's what's, that's, what's happening. I so think far. that was the most, like the main reason why I wanted to get you out here on the pod was because, I, you know, I've talked to you, I've heard, I've heard you say that statement that you just said before. And I think that it's less about talking about your moving company for me right now. And mm -hmm. actually more understanding of like the culture of, that you've created and the business side of it, which is what was really mm -hmm. intriguing to me. And, and I think a lot of our agents that are actually listening to it or anyone listening to this will actually benefit from listening to this right now because you've done a fantastic job from what I've seen out in the city, what I've heard from people, where I'm Thanks, seeing man. your trucks, how my, often I'm seeing them. Like, you don't just get more trucks on the road in the city of Toronto just because 
you, you know, want more trucks. You want more <laughs> trucks. There's a reason you're getting more trucks on the road. There's a demand for it in that. And in a competitive business where you have companies that have been around for a long time, for a new company to come out there to get the trust of real estate agents that are, you know, and, and people who are moving their lives and everything they have, it's a, it's a big testament to a company that you built. So, um, you know, that's Thanks, kind man. of, I want to get into the story, like what kind of, you know, caused you to go ahead and actually get into, you know, you said you built three businesses, why a moving company? How did that come about? Yeah, so thanks for asking. I love telling the story. Um, so I'm going to take you back to when I ran my own podcast, which was called The Lucky Few. Okay. And it was an entrepreneurial podcast highlighting people who were the lucky few who um, were young, relatable, and successful. All these podcasts were, you know, highlighting Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg. They have billions of dollars. They're unrelatable for anyone trying to start a business. So I started the Lucky Few podcast. I met this gentleman that owned a, a full-service storage company. And this guy was really ambitious. And I pitched him on myself working as a marketing person for him without mentioning it was me. And yeah. he's like, you know what? This guy seems great. I'd love an introduction if you wouldn't mind. I was like tricked you, it's actually me. Like He's like, that. oh, that's amazing. So I, I joined this company. Um, it was called Second Closet at the time. And I was the fifth person there. And the company grew, in, I think, to 85. And they raised a few million dollars. Um, now I think they're like 300 and something people. Wow. Um, anyways, I left that company because it unfortunately got like too corporate. And because of the money raised, they were, instead of putting people in front of profits, they were putting profits in front of people. Mm -hmm. So I left and I actually joined one of my clients at the time who was a high-end packing company. And we would create artwork, we would uh, pack up a client's um, items, and we were dealing with everyone from very affluent individuals to celebrities. Um, and then I saw in the whole realm of moving, from the agent to the stager to the painter, the weakest link was the moving company. Mm -hmm. They were late, they smelled like smoke often, they weren't in uniform, they weren't branded, they weren't kind. Um, and you can understand why. I mean, if your guys aren't being paid well and they're seasonal, like, why should they care? Right. So I was like, you know what? I can do, I can do one better than this. And I was about to launch Parker's Moving, uh, and I was kind of on the fence. I'm like, do I have it in me to be a real entrepreneur? And I actually got laid off from that packing company because COVID happened and there was no work. Because mm -hmm. moving is an essential service, but packing it's is not. not. Right. So the and you pack don't need people touching your stuff. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So the packing business, you know, was put on pause. And my employer at the time, justifiably, like, I can't afford to pay you because, yeah. you know, the, this there's there's not demand coming in. So I started Parker's moving. During COVID. During COVID, March first. Where most biz good businesses right now came from. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. March first, twenty twenty, I think. Yeah. Um, or 2021, I should really have was that down. Was it the year down. into COVID or the beginning of COVID? It was the March year. March 2020 was the beginning yes. of COVID. That was, that was when we went on lockdown, March 2020. It would have been a year into COVID. So it was 20. So you, a year of, 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 so you took a year off, essentially. I, we were, I was still working during that time okay. a little bit. Um, but it was, yeah, March 2021. And I remember I booked a move with a family friend before I had the truck. And I only had like one guy and we needed three people for the job. Wow. So... A week before the first job, our truck came in. I got it wrapped immediately, and then we started. And you know, two and a half years later, twenty-eight hundred and seventy-five moves later, um, it's nuts. sixteen full-time staff, 
eight people on Flex. It's it's great. Way to go, dude. Thank it's you. Incredible. Appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> That's amazing. Like, wow. Okay, yeah, let's sure. go ahead. How does Parker's Moving distinguish themselves from competitors with lower prices of service? Yeah, great question. Um, so we are tremendously competitive with pricing. People see our branding, they hear about us, and people are like, oh, you know what? I'm not sure if I want to pay such a premium on rates. We only have two charges. Our movers are $70 an hour per mover, and our truck fee is $295 for the entire day. Those are the only costs we have. A big thing that separates us is we don't charge any travel time to get to a client, and we don't charge any travel time to get back to our warehouse. The big guys do charge those. Everyone charges. Yeah, I've paid that. I've paid those fees. Yeah. So to answer that question, people don't hire us because of our pricing. We may be 5% more, but there are people that are 10% more, 15% more, 20% more. When our hourly for guys is 70 an hour, we have competitors charging 95 an hour. Um, so to respond to that individual's question, it's all about transparency and peace of mind. So people will say to me, oh, you know what? This competitor is charging $350 less than you or $500 less than you. But I know what your guys look like. My friends used you. I know this is going to be a quality experience. And that peace of mind is worth it. And oftentimes on purpose, we actually overestimate jobs. Your client, I think we came in 15 minutes under the estimate. How nice is it for like m most moving companies will lowball an estimate to get the move? And then it's yeah, 1.5, it's, it's twice the charge. I've been there, yeah. So just to be right on point is a big thing. Yeah. So just to further hone the point down, um, we're competitive. But the biggest thing is we provide peace of mind. And that's why our clients decide to work with us. And if someone is exclusively price conscious, and we understand that you know uh, finances are big, yeah, of course. Sometimes we have the opportunities to add additional discounts. But what it comes down to is we're not for everyone. We don't want every single client. We know where we fit in. And if someone has an amazing deal from another mover and they don't need our level of service and they can't afford it, even though we're middle of the road pricing, you know, we're not, we're not going to service okay. every client. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's not for everyone. Mm -hmm. Just like your, all of your agents aren't serving every single type of client. Absolutely. Everyone needs to know where they Their fit niche. in. Yeah. So that leads me into my next question. Whoever asked that question, thank you very much for bringing that up. You know, What's the kind of mindset behind this? I, I would assume that like it's not the easiest business to run. There's a mm -hmm. lot of moving parts. There's logistics, being an entrepreneur, starting up a company, getting to this level of 16 full-time employees, mm -hmm. 2,800 moves. Like, what's the what's the motivating factor behind this? What's the mindset behind it? You know, you mentioned it to me before, uh, creating jobs. So so let's dive into that a little bit. Like, what what is that? What, what what's yeah? That? So I love I love 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 helping people through a stressful time. You know, moving is statistically, I think it's the third most stressful thing a person can go through. One is loss of a loved one, understandably so. Two is loss of a career. And then three is moving. Moving is daunting AF. Mm -hmm. So many decisions that need to be made. Taking all your possessions and then relocating. You guys also have to understand, a lot of people are, I mean, maybe not in this office, but a lot of people are moving because of unfortunate circumstances. Right. They, they got divorced, they've lost a loved one, they've had a natural disaster happen to their house, um, their business has gone bankrupt. So those are very stressful times. So I love taking a stressful experience and rising to the occasion and walking someone through that. And for us- Softening the blow. Yeah, absolutely. And just making the whole experience like seamless. 
For us, it starts with our 15-minute virtual walkthrough when right away I can see the person's energy on the FaceTime that I'm doing and we can, I can see the blood pressure like decrease as the mm. call goes on because that's why we're here. Um, so my motivation is to be a local hero in Toronto and help as many people as I need. Um, also make agents look like rock stars in front of clients because there's so many agents, as you guys know, giving someone an opportunity to stand out. Mm -hmm. And then most importantly is sorry to put the clients, you know, at second and the agents at second. I want to take care of my team. Mm -hmm. We've got people who are sponsoring, who've come over from Mexico, who are re relying on the like incredible, incredible people. Um, Mexico, Philippines, Spain, um, Brazil, who need these jobs to create a life for their families wow. here. So that's kind of my motivation. Amazing. I love my that. dad is an orthodontist and he's had a staff of like 15 for about like, some of them have been with him for 25 years. Yeah. So I look up to that as a way to create jobs for people. And if we can create like a hundred good jobs that people love coming to work. That's a good thing. That's pretty fun. Like that was the same way he had, you know, staff that were working for him before I was even born. Yeah. Uh, still to this day, they're, they're, they're together. Yeah. So it's pretty How old are you now? How old am I? That's a secret. It's not a, that's not on podcast land. Sure, sure. It's not on podcast land. We can talk yeah. about that after. Um, all right, let's get into some other questions here. So um, we kind of got into this, what drove you to start your own company? Mm -hmm. um, another one I wanted to add here is like, how do you find realtors are using your services to add value to their clients? We kind of talked about it a little bit, but like, you know, is there something that's really driving at home that's like, you talk about tools in a toolbox, but you know, is there something that you hear back from clients like, oh, that my realtor did this or, you know, absolutely together. Absolutely. A hundred percent. It happened five times yesterday. So it's like extremely fresh for me. When you sell a client, a property, or you help them, uh, or you help them get out of their property, whatever they're elated because you've just facilitated that transaction, but then they have this huge weight on their shoulders. Oh shoot. Now I have to move everything yeah. and organize and declutter and sell. It's brutal. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Even uh, I just recently moved, not recently, like two years ago, I moved back into a property I own and I had my own team help me. And I was like, this is so much work. And I was moving from like a condo to a condo, never mind houses. House, yeah. So what I see is people, honestly, they'll give them the resource guide and they do an email introduction with me and our packing partner called The Moving Genie. So there's a lady named Sage Goldenberg, and please look it up now. She owns a company called The Moving Genie. Okay. And the name is as such because she is the genie of moving. You okay. have a wish and she makes it happen. So we are, in our lane, we are exclusively the movers. Sage Goldenberg and her team at The Moving Genie, they do organizing, decluttering, they facilitate garbage disposal, they facilitate um, furniture sales, and they do all the packing. Wow. So they come in first. Then we come in and to any one of our clients that need, you know, they have a house that are moving or they have, you know, money, but not time. They do an email intro with Sage and myself. Mm -hmm. And then we take it from there and the agent steps back and the client just gets taken care of like extremely, extremely well. White and club. yeah, white glove. And then it's all thanks to the agent. Like yeah. all our clients are saying like, Mr. And Mrs. Agent, thank you so much for the introduction. I have two kids, I have a job, so does my partner. You can't even think about it. There's no way we could have been able to do this on our own. So that's that's really it. Now, I'm not ignorant to the fact, like it is not your agent's job, or it's not you as the agent to do all the work. You should just be the Rolodex. Right. Rolodex stand back. 
And if your vendors like us or like the Moving Genie are good at what they do, we should make you look like rock stars and give you the peace of mind to refer without any of the headache of being on the hook for if something goes wrong. If there's anything that goes wrong, it's never you as the agent, it's up to the vendor to fix the scratch, fix the pull in the fabric, you know? Of course. Yeah, it's up to us. And I think, you know, that's a really good point that like, you're going so hard as an agent to get the deal done with the client. Yeah. Like you're really, you know, I know our agents are out there putting everything they got, especially right now to get these deals done, to put them together, to make the client happy. To be able to offer a service that takes that, like, yes, there's an excitement, like there's a peak, right? You're like, people are stressed out, they're looking for a house, looking for a house. You buy the place, there's a, there's like a peak. Then it's like, okay, you're, 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 there's like this high that's created and then it kind of drops down. It's mm -hmm. like, okay, we bought the place and then you walk into your house and you're like, and now we got to move. <laughs> and yeah. I've personally recently been there. It's like, you don't even know where to begin. So to be able to offer clients a service like you mentioned with somebody like the moving genie and then Parker's moving who literally will just come in and say, what do you want us to do here? Like, yeah. you know, you have X amount. Okay, this is what we can offer you for X amount or how mm -hmm. much have you allotted to this and, you know, 10 grand, whatever the number is. Um, how do you put it together and being able to say, you know, we're going to come in and we'll pack all your stuff for you the way you want it. We'll organize it. We'll move it. We'll even unpack it for you mm -hmm. the way you want it to. Yeah. Um, it's such a beautiful thing thing to offer as an agent to your clients because they don't know how to put these things together. They they will just start calling random moving companies. And it's important to also urge like how a good quality team and company behind it makes a big difference in that process yeah. as well. And coming from an agent, it's 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 you know somebody you just trusted to spend a million dollars or four million or whatever the number is mm -hmm. to be able to say, hey, here's the person that I'm recommending to use goes a yeah. long way as well. Can I give advice to like if I was an agent now the fact is, oh, you're here. yeah, so the reality is, is everyone who's watching this who's an agent, I don't know what your top performers are doing. Let's just say they're doing massive amount, 25 deals a year, Yeah. right? We have agents who are doing a lot more than that. Yeah, so okay, let's just say- uh, We do a lot of rentals to our guys. Of course. But that still needs moving too. Yeah, no, no, of course, everyone who's, but let's just say 25. an agent is seeing, uh, seeing like 75 transactions a year, which yeah. is insane. We have people that's incredible. Yeah. Kudos to you if you're in that if you're in that bracket. I'm seeing a hundred moves a month. Yeah. Right. So I'm seeing wow. like twelve hundred moves a month. Yeah. So I'm just using How many moves that. You got going on today? Four. Wow. We have four house moves today. Wow. Yeah. So when you think the real estate market is dead and no one's buying or selling, he's doing four moves today and a hundred moves this month. In the month of November 2023, a hundred moves this month. Market ain't dead. Yeah. Also, Sorry. people people need to move because they're doing renovations. You know, not everyone is appointed to point but still, move. But there's still majority of it. Absolutely. Anyway, yeah. So, so if I was an agent, knowing what I know about how people think, I would. Um, so if I closed a deal with a client, I would first of all, I'm branded like we're branded like crazy. I was going to bring that up in a bit. Yeah. How branded you are and how often you bring it. Yeah. yeah. So if I was an agent, I would be equally as branded. Yeah. I would go to Vistaprint and I would print these like two inch across stickers with my face on it and a nice tagline and like my phone number and email. Yeah. If I closed a deal, I would buy a bottle of Veuve Clicquot champagne, which is I think $83, you know, peanuts to a commission of a deal. Yeah. And I would buy one big bottle and two small bottles and I would put my sticker on each one and I'd write a card and say, congratulations on your new house. The big bottle is for you and your family to enjoy when you move in. And the two smaller bottles 
are for friends or family of yours who need help with a real estate purchase or sale that want the same level of experience that you just you yeah, just uh, like had. So tip. what's nice about that is you're empowering someone who just was so stoked about your service yeah. to actually, in, you're, you're empowering them to give the gift to friends of theirs, right? So they're getting the big one and the small ones, I think are like 20, 30 yeah. bucks. But then someone comes over like, hey, friend, I know you were looking at like a condo. This is from my realtor, enjoy. Anyways, it's such a small thing, but I've seen some agents do it and it's a great way to spread totally. your knowledge by empowering someone who's so happy with your service to give a little gift yeah. to someone else who needs it. If I was an agent, which I'm not, it would just be like, how can I empower my happy clients to spread the word and also treat them this way? Yeah, we had an agent on here uh, a week or two ago. He's done, I think, in that 75 range, transaction range, a lot of leases, but he's still still a lot of work that he's Yeah, of course. Into. And he has like one of our highest number of referrals mm. on, our, on, our, on our platform. And it's like, you know, how are you getting that level? And he's like, oh, I'm hitting people right away, right when we're closing that deal. Like, that, that's when I'm asking for that referral right away while they're in that, that area of happiness and that area of stoke and using that to continue on the experience. Yeah. So good food for thought. Yeah, I want to add to that. Yeah, so everyone knows Tony Robbins. He's worth yeah. like probably a billion dollars now. So he does these hugely expensive seminars in person. They're like a full week. I think they're like ten or fifteen or $20,000. Mm -hmm. They're expensive. But there was a study that was shown about his return rate based on when he asks people to subscribe again. And what what's the study showed is that when when he would ask people to re-sign up, um, right at the end of the course, while they're still in the room, while the climax mm. is happening, it was like a five times higher rate than if people went home, they acclimated back to their family life, Changes. and then they sent an email, hey, would you like to come next year? So getting you know striking while the iron's hot and your client is so happy justifiably so with you know what you've facilitated facilitated for them that's a great time amazing I, i've definitely been in the courses and they've sold me on the next year course right away right mm -hmm. yeah me too another one <clears throat> um another one here and, and this kind of goes into your branding you know, every time we've been around you you've been so branded whether you've <laughs> walked in here you've given pens i your pens are fantastic by the way i have them all over the place they're really good quality I enjoy right, them right. now you brought us these beautiful water bottles which you know i'm excited to, to use you always got your shirt on you got it's always branded the trucks everywhere so what are some of the things that you do from a customer service perspective that also help you stand out. Like I see the marketing side of it a lot, you know, what's happening and you've talked about going above and beyond in other ways. You know, the first time you walked into one of my offices, you walked in with, with a Keurig, uh, an espresso <laughs> coffee machine and 26 sleeves of coffees, which to this day we're still using in the office in uh, good, good. North York. You know, what are those, some of those things that, that you can relate into the business and also agents can take some thought from from your you know take a piece of page out of your book uh, yeah. related to how they could be better. Yeah, so well, thank you. Do a great job. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate. It. I appreciate. You. Yeah, <laughs> thank you do you. a great job, man. Uh, so, the whole purpose of me speaking here is I hope this is not just a monologue, but this is giving people like tips what they can say. You know, if I say ten things, maybe two are not good, five are average, and then three are um, what's it called? Like three are very helpful for everyone. So in terms of customer service and how we're standing out, um, we start every interaction with a 15-minute virtual walkthrough. Mm -hmm. Some people are like, oh, I've got to get on a camera. Can't I just send you an inventory list? Can't I just send you photos? The truth is, like, no. We want to start the relationship by a face-to-face -face interaction over a screen so that people don't have to put on makeup at their own homes. Right. Um, so we do a 15-minute virtual walkthrough. 
Then another thing which is great for customer experience, most moving companies will send an estimate within 48 hours. Mm -hmm. We send it within four minutes of the call Speed being done. Yeah. So while we're doing the virtual walkthrough, I'm typing up everything, because how wonderful is it for me to say, by the way, Josh, you and your partner, Jeff, your lead, your estimate should be in your inbox like now. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's here. Okay, I'm still waiting on three other estimates. Oh, when are how you getting them? Tomorrow. Yeah. But didn't they do the walkthrough yesterday? Yeah. Um, so personal interaction, speed in terms of getting people the information. Like why make someone wait? Yeah, if right? you have it and you're done, just send it to them. Yeah. To leave. It's like the Apple store, how they don't make you stand in line to check out their products. They have their terminals and they can come to you. Like why would you make someone wait to, uh, why would you make someone wait to give you their money? Yeah. Um, lastly, I would say is uh, leading up to the move, we have two points of contact. So we email our clients a week before with all their information that we have in terms of, Josh, don't worry, you're still on, the, on our calendar. Right. We're gonna be arriving at this address at this time here, the name of your movers. Cool. Two days before, our head of ops, operations calls. Hi, Mr. Client, my name's Gabriella. I'm your point of contact for the day of your move. Just wanna know if you have any questions. And we actually ask for photos of the place so we can see the status of packing. Right. So we can give any last like minute that. advice. Yeah. Cause we can, you know, cause then the client is like, oh shoot. Aaron and Gabrielle are going to see these yeah, photos. I better hustle. Yeah. You know? We got to produce. Yeah, because here's the thing. If clients aren't ready for us, then our estimate can be out the window because if nothing's packed and they spend like four hours packing while we're there, it's not fair to them. It's not fair to our guys. No, no, they got to have it ready to go. Uh, and then lastly, we call uh, at 12.30 p.m. during the move. So they've, our guys arrive at 9.30. So three hours into the move. So, yeah, in a few hours, we'll call. Hi, Jeff. Just uh, Jeff and How's Josh. Just checking in how the guy's treating you today. Oh, oh my goodness, the guys are so f kind, and you know, if yeah. there's any issues. Nice touch point there. Yeah. You're spearheading it. And then we send them the final invoice the next day. So it's just like, the fact is we're holding their hands throughout the entire process, um, and people like it. Mm -hmm. We find that that's the correct amount of touch points. Anything more is like, okay, leave me alone. Right. I'm trying to move here. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's, it's interesting, like I relate to a lot of the things that you said within a real estate business there, like, um, you know, having a video call, adding value, you know, like not making people leave their house, but also connecting with somebody in person, huge touch point. That's one of the big things we're talking with our agents about all the time is like, when you speak to a lead, send them a video recap, follow up afterwards, or try to get them on a Zoom call. I know when we work with our, with our mortgage worker, one of our mm -hmm. agents, the best thing he does is he's setting up Zoom calls all day with the mortgage broker in person. Even if it's just for 10 minutes, they're getting that done. Um, you know, having that, that touch point of like, the night before we're, we're coming, you know, one of the things that I do a lot is a nice value point is I actually send an email to my clients prior to taking them out on showings the day of uh, or the morning of saying from my assistant, well, I'm going to say, hey, you know, hey, John, uh, you know, you're meeting Josh today at three o'clock. You're going to see these three properties at this time. It will approximately take this much time. Uh, that is while you're so on awesome. showings, this is how much you'll be meeting here. You'll be parking here. Like I kind of summarize everything that's going to be happening. I would love that. Yeah, before that. and then even like and it's a really nice kind of trying to get to that white glove service point there, so that they're getting it um, mm -hmm. and following that process. So those little touch points go such a long way. Yeah. Well, what I don't even know if you realize the the magnitude of what you're doing is just you're you're setting that expectation of the client's time. Yeah. Everyone's time is valuable whether you're showing them a $600,000 property, 
to, I'm not even kidding, some properties are like $16 million in this city. Right. Um, if I'm your Which client. Which is cheap. <laughs> if I was I, just in LA. That's cheap. <laughs> yeah. If, I, if I'm your client and I know what my day is going to look like yeah. and I can book my meetings around it, like that would provide me a lot of peace of mind. Yeah. Absolutely. Good stuff. Last question here. This mm-hmm. is called Tales from the Lockbox. You've now done 2,800 moves. Mm-hmm. You've seen some stuff. Don't lie to us. Tell us the truth. Give us the deep down, the grunty, the dirty, the, the hot, the heavy. You know, what, what, what's, what's the one story that's sticking out from the rest from all these moves? I wish I had a... So one thing I It doesn't I will, have to be crazy. Yeah, yeah. One thing I will say is I know if a move's going to go well based on who the person is that we're moving. Okay. Because uh, a packing partner of ours would always say, like, expect three things to go wrong in a move. And if nothing does, this is the best move in history. And if one thing goes wrong, still amazing. If three things go wrong, that's what you expected. Sometimes you have clients who you know that, like, regardless of how well the day is going to go, they're going to, like, find something. We had a move. It was a, it was a Rosedale move. And... Um, the client had estimated that they were going to have like 80 boxes. And then a professional packer came in. They had 495 boxes. Oh God. And they didn't update you? And they didn't, they didn't update us. And like That's we a asked. more trucks than you need. Yeah, it's just we ended up like we needed twice the crew. Right. You need more people and more space. And more, and more trucks. They were moving from, from Forest Hill to like another property close by so we can do two trips. But uh, we ended up having to double the team. Wow. which was wild because they had six people on the move and then they needed 12. So the fact is like what was amazing to me is in our group chat, other teams was, were hearing what was happening on that job. It's very, very rare. That's why it's like one of the only stories. Um, but what was amazing for me is our other team leads were like, hey, Aaron, we're done our job. Would you like us to come help? Mm-hmm. And then we had two other crews like wow. show up and honestly, like it made me it honestly made me cry. Like the fact that, and then our teams were taking photos of like the trucks arriving and it felt like it was a Star Wars episode with like the ships coming. Reinforcements, the teams are coming. Blue team coming in, we got truck coming in. Yeah, but the, Love that. why this story stood out is that was great, but then the client was like, why is it going to be more expensive? And I was like, no one updated us. And anyways, that was one of the jobs that made us put into play our certain practices. So this like never, ever, ever happened to us again. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you learn from your mistakes. Yeah. Another story, which is just really cool for me, is myself, yourself, all of the agents watching this. You get an understanding of if someone's like leaving a, I don't know, $800,000 uh, property, they're not going into a $16 million property. Like that's just an obvious we had this one move and it was like the first two months of business. We moved this incredibly, incredibly easygoing, relaxed guy. He was in a 650 square foot condo. Something peaked to me that like all of his furniture was like LT and restoration hardware and everything was just gorgeous. Okay. But we didn't realize that this was just like a, a stopping ground for him. We moved him into like a, a penthouse, like a two floor it was a $14 million penthouse in one of like the popular buildings with an own pool on the thing. And our movers were like, we're moving this guy into like the craziest property we've ever seen. So it was interesting for us that you can never judge a book by right. its cover. I mean, nor should you ever, but it's very rare to see such an upgrade in yeah. property. St- yeah. Stuff, you know, you never know. People are making big money in different ways. He owns a financial firm yeah. and yeah, he's doing okay. I could probably guess on. where it's coming from. Yeah. 
All right, well, thank you so much, Aaron, for coming out. Thanks for uh, having really me. enjoyed this. Guys, Parker's moving if you're out there. I'm Josh Pinola, your host again. This is Aaron Parker. Thanks for coming out, brother. Thanks, man. It was Have great. a good one. I really appreciate it. Stay happy. Thank you, guys. Ciao.